0: Are we ready to go? Excellent. Are you guys ready to go? Yeah!
1: All right. Does everyone have their delicious beverages if you do drink alcoholic beverages? Mm. Yes. Awesome.
0: Excellent. Sure. All right. Sarah, you want to start us off here? I'm ready. Okay. The
1: of radio. Future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio, yes. the future of radio is here. Unemployment radio.
0: It does feel weird that we're sharing the stage with a block of cheese. I'm
1: just <laughs> <know>. going to say. <laughs> it's my new best friend. <laughs> this
0: is, uh, we, uh, well, maybe for Lunch Date with Sarah, we should have you eat some of this cheese. A block here of cheese? Of, a block of, an entire block of cheese. I mean,
1: don't challenge me to a good time. Who wants to see Sarah eat
0: a block of cheese? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's just weird. And that's and how I we're starting the show it. off. Yeah.
0: Sponsors will love that one. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Fun Employment Radio Experience. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you here at the wonderful Landmark Saloon. The world-famous Landmark the world Saloon. The world-famous Landmark Saloon. And... Uh, so today's show is brought to you by Not Your Father's Mountain Ale, which we are deliciously drinking up here. It's probably the wrong way to say that, but deliciously drinking it.
1: Well, it's very right? refreshing. It is very That's
0: refreshing. Choice. So That's huge thank to you. you to Not Your Father's Mountain Ale. This is so much fun. Hey, thank you, everybody for picking up tickets to this and coming out and hanging out with us today. This is just awesome. We're so excited. And we've got, uh, we've got a lot that we want to get into talking about. So today's show is... We do have a
1: theme for today's, today's
0: show. Today's show, yeah. It's uh, our Alaska-themed show since in, what, four days? Oh, my God five days, something like that. We're flying up to Alaska.
1: No, because we're leaving Wednesday morning, right?
0: You you work out the math. On I that am. One. I'm doing it Okay, Sarah's it doing the time. math. In At the time. end of the show, we'll let you know how many days okay. it is. Um, but we're <laughs> flying up there. Greg's mansplaining already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mansplaining. God damn it. Keelan started that. I no, know he so did. Annoying. I love it. <laughs> damn Keelan. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're flying up there. And so today, sh- uh, you know, we're going to be filming the show up there. We're going to be Going on bar tours. We have Courage some friends is play. coming with us. There's some yes. Who in the right audience here. is heading up to Alaska?
1: Oh, I see three of them. yeah.
0: And Dimitri refuses to raise his hand. So. Yes,
1: he's not a team player.
0: He is not a team player. No, uh, but <laughs> it's it's going to be awesome. So today's show is kind of Alaska themed as far as what we're going to do, uh, and and we've got some some things that we're going to talk about. And I think one of the main things you know when we travel. For this show, is Sarah hates traveling, or you hate flying? I
1: love traveling. I hate to fly. I like going places, but I hate the act of flying
0: to the places. But once I get yeah. there, I'm fine. Yeah, but you are a wreck in the airport.
1: I, it's it's.
0: True. I mean, that is not that's not over exaggerating. It's
1: not over exaggerating. I do bring my mini bottles of liquor with me.
0: Yes, because you are Which, technically
1: it's no. technically legal.
0: No, technically it is. Okay, you can bring them, but here's yes, something... Yes, I
1: bring them in my, my carry-on liquid travel bag thing.
0: Actually, we have somebody who works for an airline industry who wrote us, and Sarah's always talking about bringing her bottles on the plane, and she, she does bring her bottles on the plane. It's no lie. She'll wait, have a why, baggie okay, full wait, of Okay, where are vodka. you going with this? Um... It is illegal for you to drink that on the plane. What you've been doing and talking about on the show is a federal I offense.
1: Didn't, I don't.
0: <laughs> I wanted you, to let you know that. Are you?
1: I don't drink it on the plane.
0: Oh. No. <laughs> I drink it
1: before. We've no. talked about this. I get my. My McDonald's Sprite, and then I go into the bathroom all sad and open, like, four right. mini vodka bottles. The last time when there. we took the
0: show to Hawaii, you did or did not ask me for my extra bottles I, I did had. <laughs> I did not.
1: Did you say it was federal? We have some people who work for the airlines. That's Is this who like, wrote me. Really? <laughs> yes. Is this, like, Skylaw? Is he going to arrest me? Yes, it's Does, does he have, like, law. a responsibility to, like, tell other pilots, like, I know You're probably flagged.
0: Other. Like, it could be a big issue when we go to the airport. Well, then and how come
1: they let you bring them?
0: Uh, well, they let when you bring am I them because it's, to drink them. they'll let you bring them. You just can't drink them, and that's why they're testing you. So they flag you when you go on, and then the the uh, flight attendants will walk around. And- because
1: I've never had a problem with them taking. Well, I mean, I don't like mm-hmm. actively. Well, I don't drink them on the plane.
0: Right. You haven't said that on never. the show. That'll be <laughs> in a deposition did. at some point. So anyway. Let's
1: <laughs> that <was> be facetious. <laughs> but
0: because Sarah is so afraid, you know, and we've done this on the show a few times, I have a system to try to help people out
1: oh, when no. they're afraid
0: of something, which is generally, you know, you have to break them down. Break them down to the core. Oh,
1: you're going to do this. i let people can <laughs> see your punchy face while you're doing
0: this. And then, you know, it'll help you enjoy the experience of flying a lot more. Okay. So we well, you already like, took
1: like, away my one happy thing about oh flying. yeah, that's gone. <laughs> that's the only thing that makes that me is feel slightly normal.
0: And so we're we're going to talk about a few things here. But see, for me, I love flying. I like I love the whole act of going to the airport. I oh. love everything about it. You're so irritating and to
1: fly with. We've we've had like oh god, he's the worst. Like all he does is complain about the like getting the window seat and then yes. falls immediately asleep as I'm like freaking out. <laughs> Because I'm like, we're gonna die, we're gonna die, and I don't have any way to grab it. So I'll like, poke him to try and
0: keep yeah, him awake. That is true. Yeah, it's really annoying. So what, what happened is. <laughs>
1: Wait, me, or are you sleeping? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah no. um,
0: but I figured, you know, just to start off the show, and we've talked about it on the show before, and I feel like I've got a lot of rules that can help society out. Society? You know, General things. Yes, I've got my rules of driving, we've got birthday rules, which I think everybody follows now. Nobody uh, does. Birthday rules are, you know, you get to celebrate on your day, and that's it. And then you can't, or you can have an a surrogate day, but you can't, then you can't celebrate on your birthday. An so a surrogate day? A, a, surrog- a surrogate day, sure. I, like,
1: I feel like that could be a word or you're just making shit up. I just roll over it up. and okay. then nobody knows. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: But this though, for flight rules, there are a lot of things. And the way I look at flying oh is... Oh my
1: God, are you going to talk about your fucking airplane rules? Yes.
0: So the, the way I look at it, I think this can help everybody out, is if you have to look at flying as it's a battle and you have to win flying. And that's what it is. So, so when you go in with that mindset, you've got to win against everybody else. Everybody is your opponent when you go to the airport, and you have to beat them.
1: I wait. You want, you want to beat them? Not physically.
0: No, but but you have to win flying. And that is one
1: win flying. So
0: okay, that's a good question. No, so actually, never here mind. Here is <laughs> when you show up again. Everybody else at that airport is your opponent. So what you want is... Can't they
1: be your comrade? Like, can't they be somebody no. that... No.
0: No. Oh. Everybody's your opponent. Okay. Uh, so you have to win it. And so this is, to, again, to help you out, to give you a better mind frame so you're not as scared when you fly. So the first thing is when you get there, like I said, everybody's your opponent. Uh, you have to start off, when it comes to the lines to, like, go through the metal detector, yes. try to beat everybody out. So what beat happen-
1: everybody I always yeah. get flagged, though, whenever I go.
0: Pick the weakest opponent in there, because, again, everybody's an opponent and try to skirt around them. So usually... This I'm sounds sorry, so are you talking about cutting people in line at the airport? Yes. So <laughs> it's the way you look at it is you try to because you want to get through the metal detector part as fast as possible yes it's really I'm annoying. scared
1: of the metal detector part Yeah, and I always have to go into that little tube thing and like stick my arms out
0: uh, that is and true actually this. this is true Sarah has her butt flagged when we go through the
1: airport <laughs>
0: it, I, I swear I, this happens
1: oh god I know Sure, it's she gets weird. a metal
0: wand on her butt so because it's, there's metal in there I or don't know
1: so I've asked my parents before I'm like Did I, was I shot with a BB or something I don't know <laughs> But every time they're like, uh, "Ma'am, what do you have in your pocket?" And I'm like, "I'm wearing a. I like to wear my travel dress, so I'm not wearing. I don't have any pockets.
0: <laughs> travel dress.
1: You have to look nice when you travel. Oh, okay. And um, yeah. And they'll be like, "What do you have in your pocket?" Like, I don't have any pockets. Mm-hmm. And they'll kind of like. Mush around on there for a little bit until they believe me.
0: Oh, mush. They yeah, mush around? Yeah, I, on get, you?
1: I get like assaulted every time I fly. What do
0: you think it is? Because honestly, know. it does happen. Like, she does have, have her ass. Standby. I don't know. Like, a,
1: a lot of iron? I don't, I don't know. Like, what yeah. that makes. I don't eat a lot of red meat. Well, this no will idea.
0: help you out even more, though, what? because it takes you so much longer. So, you look for your weakest opponent, which is going to be uh, old people. So, you try to, like, because they're really slow. And so, you want to get around Greg. them. Well, no, they're fine. You're not bothering them, but they take longer. And if you're quicker, you can win against old people. So you try to skirt around them. That is horrible. You wait until
1: no. I'm not trying to like rush. Well, I am really like nervous until I get through. That this process. is all
0: to help you out. So. Uh, if they're slow, just gonna zip around. Because, you know, their vision's not as good on the side, so you can, like, zip around them and they won't know. Uh, just, <laughs> this helps out society, is what it does. It speeds so things. So, this is what's up. gonna be
1: happening when we're leaving in the morning. Just like yeah. you cutting off old people, and I'm just gonna be.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the, no, the key is they can't know you did it. And then the worst part is if you get caught cutting in line, like oh I'm sorry I didn't I didn't know I didn't, I didn't realize, realize that you
1: were there. And oh a I was
0: confused how it all works and just act like you have no idea what's going on and then you can get away with it that way too. So that's battle number one. That's so you got to win that battle. The other thing though is when you get onto the plane. I, oh God, is
1: this gonna be the armrest?
0: As I've talked Jesus. about before, when you're in your seat, that is your personal country essentially. So you own. The I'm just glad you were all seeing seat. him
1: talk about this like. Because I know he's talked about it on the show, but you can't see his smug little face. <laughs> Look at him. But I mean, it's, it's helps. It's, it, 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 it helps. It doesn't help.
0: <laughs> it no. helps you out. This is to help you, Sarah. So when you get into your seat, and again, just to read it. So the way it works is A, you want to get to the front of the line as quick as possible to get on. You want to cut in front of everybody. And again, just. Was well, this like
1: when you take that I... flight where you have to like, try and grab your seat?
0: Uh, that's Southwest. Okay. Yeah, we're not flying we're not Southwest. Flying that, right? okay. So we can cut in front of everybody. And, and get in there. And then you get into your seat and you want to get there before your opponent, the person sitting next to you, gets there. So you can claim the armrest. Because You're sitting next to me. There's only one. Well, see, then we're in a battle. I'm, I'm, I'm I am your opponent. You. I'm taking all <laughs> so, the armrests. <laughs> so the armrest, usually there's only one in between the seats. But, so you have to claim that armrest. And you, what you do is you sit down first and you plant your arm on that and refuse to move for anything. So you have it on there and then it's claimed. Oh yeah, you're the weird
1: guy that also doesn't go to the bathroom on the plane, right? Because you're just like, I don't have to go.
0: Nope. Yeah. I can make it through a five-hour f- flight because I don't want to get up because I don't want to lose the armrest. The armrest is more important than my bladder Than
1: wetting yourself on yes. the plane. <laughs> I,
0: will, I will do it if I have to because I want that Jesus armrest. Jesus, Greg. It's, again, it's a battle. This is why it's fun, Sarah. So you you're just like smelling
1: like urine and like peanut M&Ms and just... <laughs> I didn't think dark. about this
0: that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, it was Peter that brought these and... Yeah, Peter and Angela brought us yeah. these, uh,
1: these amazing plane snacks.
0: Plain snacks. So we have a, <laughs> a giant thing of M&M's, which is amazing, and, and cheese. And I have some
1: Tillamook Extra Sharp White Cheddar, which is the good shit. I was just thinking about this. So, so if
0: we bring it, we're going to the people. I'm going to be the person with, like, melting M&M's in my pocket, like, eating them. And you're going to have cheese. I'm not going to bring cheese. the cheese. I,
1: I mean, I absolutely would love to bring the cheese. The Maybe per- I can bring it in my carry-on.
0: The person sitting next to us is going to Oh, I feel so bad us. for them. We'll smell like cheese and M&M's and vodka. And plus, you probably don't have your <laughs> shoes on. Well, Okay. Here's the shoe rule. So, who in here takes their shoes off when they're on an airplane? Yes, smart. All right, you got two. So, I think three, oh, three, four. Yes, Aaron. Four. By the way, lovely Aaron over here. Everybody, let's give Aaron a round yes, of applause. Yes,
1: Aaron. Yeah.
0: All right, so here's the rule on shoes. Oh, and geez. again, I think these should be adopted by, I don't know, whoever enforces those laws. Eventually, I'll be in charge Is of this. Isn't it
1: the pilot? I'm just always, I think I've been re 30 Rock too much because I just <laughs> keep thinking about Sky Law. Like <laughs> The pilot can just sure. tell you anything.
0: They should. They should be able to. Like, and can they, they
1: could just force you to keep your shoes on, couldn't they?
0: No. Well, they shouldn't. So oh. here's the thing. As long as you wear clean socks and you, uh, you have to keep the socks on, but, and you keep your feet underneath the front of you, that's your country. Again, it's your personal little bubble. Stop saying country. And uh, I can, I'm allowed to take my shoes off in my country. I purchased that. No,
1: because we have a friend who's a flight attendant who has said that they, like all flight attendants hate people who take no, their shoes off you on can't the plane. put them up
0: and wave and them around. And who's to say that
1: your feet don't smell?
0: Well, I wear clean socks.
1: That doesn't, your feet are inside of the socks, and you probably had to travel to get to the airport, take off your shoes, walk through all of the security measures, there's, sit there with their feet marinating in them for a while. There's
0: so many smells on an airplane, they're not going to know about that. So I think what you should do is take your, obviously you can take those off and keep them underneath the front of you. So the main things, though, are you know, battle for the, for the armrest, you can take your shoes off, and then you can relax once you're on the plane. That sounds so Because relaxing. you know that you won flying. And that's the main that's the main part of it. They can sit there and eat your cheese and be happy about it. I'm not gonna
1: eat my cheese on the (laughs) plane. I'm not an asshole. I
0: do want to see you eat cheese on the airplane though. That would be hilarious.
1: I'm I might bring a little bit.
0: You'll bring pocket cheese?
1: Not pocket cheese,
0: like (laughs) purse cheese. I, a woman with purse cheese with your sharp cheddar cheese. I know because
1: I hate being afraid of flying because um, like even though I'm ex- I'm so excited to go to Alaska like all I can think about uh-huh. it, especially it didn't help I decided I wanted to watch some Alaska themed movies so I watched The Edge last night which if anyone could see
0: <laughs> Yes!
1: Which I've never had a fear of bear like when we went to Alaska a couple of years ago Greg was always talking about bears. I'm like, ah, bears. I, they're not scary. Oh. Watch that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Michael from Lost. Sorry. Oh, this is a spoiler. Bigot's like ripped up. That thing is terrifying.
0: If you've never seen The Edge, it's, A, you should watch it. It's, uh, it's
1: amazing. Alec it's such Baldwin a good movie.
0: Anthony Hopkins. It is. Right?
1: And Elle McPherson randomly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Elle yeah. McPherson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, it's them and they, they crash in a plane in Alaska, which happens all the time that planes crash in Alaska. And so... Do not that so, off. And then they are stalked by a bear throughout the woods. That
1: is the scariest part of flying into Anchorage, though, because the um, runway for where the planes go is like directly, like the water stops oh, and yeah. then the runway starts. So oh, yeah. So it looks like you're going into the water. It does. Which is what happens, again, spoiler alert for a movie that's 20 years old, in The Edge. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it's because, yeah, to fly into Alaska, there's all these mountains and they can't hit the mountains, so they like circle around and there's all kinds of opportunities. I think it's like one in five planes crash to win anchorage. Stop it. <laughs> Knock it off. I mean, you have to look well, it up. We'll go but down I'm pretty together sure. then, all right? Um, but w- with that, though, I did have something else. So I wanted to talk about, you know, flying. So now I feel like you're more comfortable. Yes, I'm so comfortable. Now. Thank you. Um, you'll be able to win flying for the day. But also, there's something else to worry about, which I had no idea about. And I actually just found out. About this this week, and so to start it off, I wanted to play something okay. that's been a staple of Sarah's life for what Don't. 15 years. So, when she flies, when we we're on the Rick Emerson show, Rick used to play this song by a band called DOA called yeah. Blood Rock. And it is about a plane I crash. I hate that song. And uh, I figured we'd start... Oops. Oh, I <laughs> like that song. That one's better. That's what happens when we're live. Oopsie daisy. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, let me... I love our way strings are So let's... So just think about this. This person... That's all I ...just think about crashed in like... a plane.
1: I like the sirens, too. Is this the... And then I'm going to
0: tell you what else to be afraid of.
1: I tried to move my arm and there's no feeling. Oh my god I hate and this when song I look, I So this see is there. You're playing the creepy the line too. The girl had such a distant stare, to stare to Are you? Totally I don't want to have a distant stare <laughs> <laughs> The girl I knew has such a distant stare Alright. We so, will fly alone. we will fly alone
0: into Anchorage. All right.
1: so, okay, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> and hit something in the air. Oh my god. Now I also have a new fear of like birds flying into the propellers. Oh yeah, because yeah,
0: that happens in the edge too. Again, like one in five planes flying in anchorage crash. This. So um, and I'll tell you other things to be afraid of here in That's a minute. All you but don't have to. Here is one, though. I just found out about this this week. So, and uh, again, this is right where we're going. So you know about the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. You've heard about the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, like, that's, have you seen that's this? Have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. Um, so the Bermuda Triangle, obviously, you know, it's in, in the Caribbean and all these planes and ships have disappeared mysteriously over you, the years. Yes.
1: Why are you talking about that when we're going Be, to Alaska?
0: Because there is something called the Alaska Triangle.
1: There is not. I swear
0: to you it is true. Yeah. The Alaska Triangle. And uh, it is, it, this is absolutely true. Is this
1: you? Huma- are you serious? Or are you making this No, up? I
0: am 100% serious. I looked this up online, so it's got to be true. Oh,
1: yeah. It's on the internet.
0: It's on the internet. Yeah. And it is a triangle in Alaska. I think it's from uh, Barrow, Alaska, or somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. And then it comes down to Anchorage, and we fly directly into the Alaska Triangle, where hundreds, if not thousands, of planes have gone missing where no one's you ever found them before. You are a horrible person. They're probably out there fighting bears still.
1: Again, this so is- So what a- is it? Like, one of the weird- it, Why do they call it the triangle?
0: Because all of these- do They disappear? Yeah, they disappear. Like the planes, the planes go missing. Okay, so this is an actual, actual statistic. Sixteen thousand people have vanished in the Alaska Triangle since nineteen. Well, that's just
1: like Alaska. Like well, that's don't, true. Yeah, yeah, people
0: just. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: like, I'm I'm anticipating like only like half of us are coming back after this trip. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: there's yeah, let's there's be honest. there's about ten of us going up for the group. I would say three will be eaten by bears. That's probably a good. Oh, God. I mean, it's just it's give and take. You know, I mean, Alaska takes and it gives. So. So anyway, with the Alaska Triangle, where we fly in, and Sarah, I just wanted you to be aware of this before we fly in there. So 16,000 people, there are roughly four missing person reports for every thousand people in Alaska.
1: Seriously? That's,
0: uh, yes, according to the internet, yes.
1: All right, but is is it like...
0: No, I think it's true, yeah. And so what I want you to to know, though, is, you know, as we're flying in there, I want you to have a strategy, like if we were to crash, like what's the first thing you would do? I eat you. (laughs) Yes. That's, yes, I could, I actually, I would believe that. that you, you like,
1: uh, you, I think that I have a stronger spirit than you. I think that I would probably survive.
0: I think it would, you know, I might believe that. I'd yeah. be faster than you, though. I would be faster. I could run faster. But then I'd get tired, and then you'd, you'd be relentless. Yeah.
1: You would be I'd the first person down. to
0: eat? This got really dark. But yeah, who, would you would you eat a well, person? A person? Yeah.
1: No. I mean, if, I mean, if I had to, maybe. I don't really want to eat you.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. you would. Um, I think obviously, but I feel you would like if, if we were in the plane cannibal. crash,
1: I would probably be the one to survive, mm. and you would just—just
0: just like our discussion of who's most likely to be a serial killer, which is definitely Sarah. Yes. Uh, yeah, we all know that she was definitely the one to do it, and then she would convince herself that it didn't actually happen. No, it's a great trick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: really scary how Sarah can convince herself that something didn't happen, or it's fine, or she didn't do it. Everything's like, fine. Yeah, that is the face of somebody who's watched a lot of Lifetime movies. <laughs> this is and the face those... of someone
1: who deals with you every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder how many times she's plotted my murder. Um, so, again, that's <laughs> the Isn't other that thing.
1: Isn't that you though? Because you look at me sometimes you're like, well, she might murder me, but then she wouldn't really feel anything about it.
0: Yeah, actually. I have thought about that. Like but we are I mean, going I, into the wilderness. I have said Fun Employment Radio is basically one long prequel to you murdering me. So every episode's gonna be you know in the in a court someday. <laughs> like I get my secret. own life
1: you know that I just want my own lifetime movie <laughs> someday.
0: The, what, what would it be called? You gotta oh, think about The that.
1: podcast murders. Podcast mur- murder murder. Uh, murder. Murder? I mean just you.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Podcast murder. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so what, what would you what's your strategy if you did land? Like how would you how would you do it?
1: What, what, like land in the like water? Like if you encountered some
0: wild animals, what's the first thing you do?
1: Well, I feel like I learned a lot from The Edge last night. Hmm. Um, wasn't it like the needle and the leaf and you find what you, oh, yeah, you south make a compass. You follow the river?
0: No. The best oh. thing to do is if you encounter a bear is to stare it down and uh, show it who's boss. Okay. So run towards it. Do we have bear it. bells? No, we're I'm just going to be bells.
1: covered in bear bells the entire time. <laughs> you
0: would be that person that has bear bells all over. I'm
1: going to make uh, bear bell jewelry and just wear it.
0: I could actually see you yeah. doing that too. Uh, so I think what would happen is, you know, you need to stare down the bear and show it who's strongest. And then while you're doing that, I will run and go get help for, to uh, help us out.
1: That's so bold of you.
0: <laughs> That's how that should happen. So th- there, there are, though. I mean, if we do crash in the Alaska Triangle, again. Stop talking again, about
1: crashing. There are other things to talk about.
0: One in four planes crash into the Alaska Triangle. And, you know, these are just statistics. And it's, it's science. That's enough. It's science when it comes down to it. Uh, you know, and three in ten are eaten, eaten by a bear or a moose or something. And so, so I think, you know, there's a lot of wild animals to be afraid of. So, again, all to help you. Be at ease when we fly up there. so comforting. So just be prepared for that. All right, so there's
1: the Alaska Triangles. Anything else I need to be aware of? Yes. So
0: we're talking about wild animals, and I did a lot of research on this, trying to look up here what else we should be afraid of. And as we know, well, I mean, that's that's how I work, because you want to win Alaska, so you have to know what to be afraid of. And uh, there is obviously there are Yeti up there. I mean, we know that there's, there's oh, Bigfoot like, wait, around like squatches? here. Yes. Yeah. They're Northern squatches. That's okay. what they're technically called. Uh, so there's, there's Bigfoot up there, but there's something else that you should be afraid of. And I have some, some guidelines for you. And I just learned like about getting this. getting
1: murdered by like Alaskan, like drug Lords. Oh, that's, that's kind of, that's, that's, that's a legitimate fear. Yeah, that, I know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh yeah. If, if, if anybody doesn't know, there's a ton of drugs up in Alaska, which it, it sounds weird. Cause
1: there are like gangs in Alaska, which doesn't sound like oh, it yeah. makes sense.
0: Oh yeah. But there are. Yeah. So assume yeah. If you do that, I mean, I may have to go undercover in it. I don't know what will happen. Yeah, I'll have to do whatever I have to do to survive. Sure. But uh, there is something to be uh, something else up there, and it's a monster that lives in Alaska, and it's called. And I kid you not, this is what it's called: the Kushtaka. So the Kushtaka is also known as the Otter Man. The
1: Otter Man. The Otter Man. What does he do?
0: So here's what it is, and there's a key thing that has you anyone can heard know. of the
1: Otterman before? Anybody know what the Otterman is? Nobody, Greg.
0: Okay, so the Otterman, and I kid you not, this is this is actually a Native American legend. So the Otterman, what it does is it's out in the woods, and it's in the Anchorage area, it's in the south southeast Alaska. So that's exactly. And we'll where probably I'm be. be
1: venturing out into the woods at least like. Oh yeah. Once uh, or twice,
0: three three out of ten of us won't come back. Not I mean, ten. we've said that. So uh, so the the uh, Otterman is it's a giant Bigfoot kind of looking thing, but it has like slick brown hair like an otter. So it's like half otter, half man. And what? it's 10 feet tall. And so it's
1: not just a Bigfoot?
0: No, it's not just a Bigfoot. It's the otter man. Kushtaka. Okay. And never say it out loud when you're in Anchorage because people, people you can look what, n- was it knowingly. Voldemort? Like you can't say it? Well, you can look knowingly if you encounter somebody in Anchorage and they're a local, just like quietly walk up to them and whisper like, Kushtaka. And they'll look back at you and they'll give you a nod because you know. Because you know about the kushtaka. So anybody you see like They're in the so airport oh just God. whisper kushtaka to them. and they'll Kushtaka. Like, kushtaka. Uh, so the otter man, so he, you know, like I said, he's like a 10-foot tall otter, half otter, half man. And what he does is he'll hang around uh, rivers or lakes, which there's a lot of them in Anchorage. There are. And the otter man will call people over. He'll either sound like somebody crying for help.
1: Like the stick people.
0: Kind of like the stick people, yes. yes. We'll cry for help, and you'll go over there, and you'll you'll see like somebody in the water, and you go into the water, and then Otterman gets you and he eats you. So Otterman, Otter person in the water, you're the one going after. Well, that's that's what Otterman. He's tricking you. So this is actually the legend. So you go there and, and yeah, you try to try to help out whoever's drowning, and then it's Otterman, and Otterman gets you and eats you or turns you into an Otterman.
1: Oh, so, this so there is are multiple ottermen just running. Multiple
0: ottermen running around. Yeah, that sounds
1: a lot like the stick people. I don't know if you, if anyone's heard of those. Where uh, it's like these. It's another like Native American legend where mm-hmm. people. It sounds like children like yeah. talking and laughing, and so it, it draws you like deeper and deeper into the woods.
0: Yeah, that it, it does, and then yeah. it'll come. And uh, open up your tent with sticks. Mm-hmm. So you'll see like a stick come through your tent. And then tent. they
1: abduct you and then you're never seen again. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm actually starting to get a little freaked out.
0: So Otter Man, anyway, you know, that's, that's well, not, not as camping. much as. So it's, not, it's like one in 15 people are eaten by the Otter Man. But so, th- again, math. So the Otterman, But there's one key thing, though, to know when the Otter Man is around. And there actually is a telltale thing. And I looked this up. And so I'm going to demonstrate what it is. There is a whistle that the Otter Man uses when he's looking for you. And so it's like a low, high, low. So it's like. That was a bad whistle. That was
1: but... a terrible whistle.
0: Exactly. So when you hear that. That was a good whistle. <laughs> that was a good whistle. All right. I'll give you that. I'm better. Sna- I'm a much better snapper. Stop but talking about your snapping. My snapping fingers are strong. Uh, but that is when you know that the Otter Man is near.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. So when you hear that. If I heard whistling in the woods, I would run. That's creepy. Okay. That's. What are you doing?
0: So go ahead and whistle to Sarah all day long, so she gets used to that. Just walk up and quietly whistle. So in get ear.
1: desensitized, so that Kushida. the Otter Man can <laughs> murder me.
0: Yes, and so that is the sound of the Otter Man that you know when he's near. Okay. That's according to the legend. This is this is fact. I mean, this is again, this is science. Okay. So that's how it all works out. Thank so you. anyway, I hope that I'm helping you to learn more about Alaska. Here, so it's not just bears and
1: moose and everything. No, the it's otter, the man. otter Man and the. Alaska training. Yep.
0: One in 15 people are eaten by the otterman. Okay, that's So that's, again, math. So I just want, now everybody knows, especially uh, all of you who are coming up to Alaska with us, now you're aware, you know, the otterman, you know, some of us aren't going back. Well, we
1: are going to be recording some shows there, so you'll get to hear our adventures.
0: That's true. Yes, yes. Yes. So you may get to see the otterman. Whichever ones of us
1: are still there. Mm -hmm. Well, I looked up stuff that wasn't, Horrible about Alaska. (laughs) I found some like fun things because I I was looking up like you know catchy Alaska things, but that weren't having to do with like the drug cartel or being murdered or anything like that. Okay, Uh, boring. Okay, but I was looking up uh, this list of these weird laws that they have in Alaska, and they're very strange. Can I tell you some of them? Yes. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? (laughs) Yes. Okay. The first law. This is an actual law in Alaska. It says moose may not be viewed from an airplane. Like, why? I don't know. You, you it can't is illegal view them from to the airplane. View moose from so You're airplanes. supposed to like
0: look away if you, you see one. You are supposed to look away. Okay. You are
1: not supposed to look at the moose.
0: It is funny. The last time that we went up there, we, we took the show up there a couple of years ago, and every time I've been to Alaska, because I've been going up there on and off for years, and you always see a moose. Like always, is there's moose around? Always. I've always seen one, or a bear, not so much, but like a moose for sure. And Sarah, when we were up there, saw nothing but a squirrel and like dogs.
1: I saw one <laughs> squirrel, one squirrel. Like and Greg's the, like, "Oh, the moose are everywhere," and I didn't yeah. see a single one. No,
0: and we went out to the woods. There was nothing. She saw nothing. We
1: went out to like a party in the woods at um his friend's yeah. like cabin, who just lives off the grid. It was it was fucking cool. But and yeah. we had just missed a moose, I guess, that was just wandering through their um, like through her property, like yeah. five minutes earlier, yeah, or so she says. I still don't believe there are moose there.
0: Well, we'll find out. Okay. I mean, when the Autobahn Well, takes if I it. do see
1: one, I can't look at it from the
0: airplane. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. So also, another one is, well, it's legal to shoot bears if you wake a sleeping bear for the purpose of taking a picture of it. That's illegal.
0: That's, I think that should not be illegal. That's just Darwin. That's working just Darwin. Out. Like, yeah, That's, yeah. You go like, and how many wake, people are like, hey? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey bear. bear. Hey, bear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a selfie, bear.
1: <laughs> All right. No, this is horrible but this is a lot it says it's considered illegal to push a live moose out of a moving airplane
0: wait to pu-
1: to push a moose to push a live moose out of a moving how airplane. how
0: many times did that happen that they had to make it a had law to be for so it they had
1: to make a law for it i don't know wow but to push a like that would be just terrifying
0: honestly if you're able to get a moose onto an airplane i mean more power to you that's just a feat yeah i think that's a feat in itself mm.
1: yeah yeah who pushes a moose yeah
0: I would, honestly I've thought about this before like of all the animals I want to ride like as a, oh. as a pet I would want a moose like that would be the coolest one that's so weird like you've never thought about that like if I you could tame it, like, like, like what animal like, could I how ride how awesome would it be to ride down the street on a moose buffalo. that's pretty cool oh
1: the buffalo the buffalo, like the yeah, buffalo. yeah the buffalo hunter, rider yes. yeah
0: that's pretty cool too moose I think could beat the buffalo if there were a fight I yeah, think the moose could, could do it you just hang on to the big mm-hmm. yeah. antler things so I may okay. try to ride one when we're up there that
1: is gonna go well for yes. you <laughs> Um, all right, so it's illegal to string a wire across any kind of roadway, which kind of seems normal. Um, let's see. It is considered an offense to feed alcoholic beverages to a moose, which, again, seems <laughs> like a dumb idea.
0: How many beers would it take for a moose to, you know, become intoxicated? I, I don't a know, keg. Greg. What, a keg? A keg. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, keg.
1: Um, a person That's a lot of mountain nails. All right, so it's, it is illegal to carry a slingshot unless you are licensed you have to have a slingshot license in order to carry it.
0: I feel like that's a little inappropriate. As somebody who uh, owns a slingshot and a bow and arrow, and I own two swords now, I have two swords, and I also, I also have a have a little like crossbow. I've thought of like I'm becoming that guy, <laughs> weapons. guy? Yeah, I'm becoming the weapons guy who's got like the swords. and you're
1: gonna have all weird like samurai swords and stuff Hell all yeah. over your house. And, yes, like, weird like silk pictures uh-huh. and.
0: Oh silk yeah, pic- silk pictures like the telltale sign of it. I can see a, it,
1: like you know, like Japanese artwork with like your samurai swords and yeah. like a battle axe.
0: Badass, hello, ladies. You know, I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> come and get him.
0: I mean, if they walk in and see my bow and arrow on the wall, you know, they're like, they're okay, like oh guy, my god, I made a right decision in my life." Like this is a guy who knows what he's doing. Like he can, he can, he can survive. Is
1: that what you think that
0: shows? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's silk paintings. Okay, now i got to get silk paintings. You I need a picture of myself. And a waterbed. You need water a waterbed. I do want a waterbed.
1: I mean, are waterbeds still a thing? No, I just feel like if, if you're going to have a collection of weapons, for some reason, mm. you need like a, like a black leather waterbed.
0: This has slowly been, I think, how my life it's is like supposed to work out. It's happening. You know, I turned 40. Now I'm getting a bunch of obscure weapons I don't know how to use. And uh, I'm going to get a waterbed and silk paintings. And I want to wear robes a lot. Oh. Like robes around the house, like robes down to the store and stuff like that. And then, yo, no, it's gonna be badass. Uh, I gotta get a big mustache, and I have to get a snake.
1: Oh, you have to, have to, get, a to get a snake. You have to get a snake. Yes. If you have a waterbed, you have to have a snake. It's like a requirement. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm loving this. Okay, yeah, this is I know. exactly. Well, speaking exactly of who I need to be. Bows and
1: arrows. Also, it is illegal to roam the city with bows and arrows.
0: See, that's you ridiculous. are not allowed to do that. That's a test. They're just testing you. So, like, if you don't do it, then then it'll be like, ah, okay, good. You understand you have to have a bow and arrow to protect yourself when you're Oh, there. boy. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Well, I guess in, um, in Alaska, it's legal for bartenders to drink along with their patrons. But uh, you <laughs> employers of bars may not let bartenders serve if they get drunk themselves.
0: That, I can tell you, is not enforced. Oh. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> that is not enforced. Because I, have, I have had quite a few drinks with random bartenders. Because it usually works out like, oh, I'll buy you a shot. You buy me a shot. And then...
1: And then back and forth? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the thing too in Alaska bars for anyone who hasn't been there. Don't ring the bell <laughs> unless you oh. want to buy drinks. For every single person in the bar.
0: That is true. So a lot and of they bars, hold you to it. Yeah. A lot of bars up there will have a bell on the counter or like a like a bell that you ring or a buzzer and on the counter. And they hang it in a
1: very tantalizing way. Like yeah. you want to ring the bell. No, they make they it so you want it. to
0: press it and see what happens. And if you do it, you have to buy drinks for everybody.
1: You are obligated. Yeah. Like every single person in the bar, you have to buy them whatever they're drinking.
0: Yep. One in yeah. 11 people do not come back from Alaska because they ring the bell and they didn't buy drinks. Seriously, like That's you facts. will be held
1: hostage until you pay for yeah. so Larry, you be, yeah, like make sure there are <laughs> not too many people in the bar if you ring that bell. They'll like, feed
0: you to the otterman. I feel like Larry might be a bell ringer. Ooh, that'd be awesome. That ring, the bell, be awesome. ring the bell, ring Larry. Ring the bell, Larry. Yeah, ring Larry.
1: the bell, Larry. <laughs> um, okay, so owners of, I did not know that Alaska would have flamingos, might not let their, <laughs> not let flamingos into barbershops, specifically. <laughs> That seems like, like something bad happened in one barbershop with yeah, a flamingo. Yeah, what
0: did the flamingo do? And then I
1: don't know what this one means. This is the last one. It says Persons may not allow, quote, attractive nuisances to exist.
0: Persons may not allow attractive What's nuisances What's an attractive to nuisance?
1: nuisance? Swimming, pool. Swimming <laughs> pools.
0: Swimming pools? Refrigerator? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, it's for kids. Yeah. I was thinking it was like ladies or something. I don't know. Like, like, what like I don't a know. prostitute? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's kind of what You're an saying.
0: attractive nuisance.
1: <laughs> How <are> you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Well. Okay. More so than your hookers. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's Alaska. What are there you do? are
1: there there are lots of hookers in Alaska. There are. Yeah. I did see some. Yeah. It's very exciting to see a hooker in the wild. <laughs> it is. I'm from Bremerton, and there's um, this one particular road that you can go and see them. Well, because like, you have oh, oh, all,
0: all the people coming in off the off, off the, the ships, sea. Yeah, off yeah, the ships. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: all the seamen. All right, they're just looking for their ladies. I was waiting for you to say that. Okay. Oh gosh, I wasn't even turning. It okay, <laughs> anyway.
0: All
1: right, so those are the laws. I also okay. had. I also pulled some facts.
0: Alaska facts. Okay, facts is I will check these. Facts. All right. Okay. All right,
1: Greg. Dog mushing is the official state sport.
0: Like dog sleds?
1: It says dog mushing.
0: Dog mushing. I'm hoping
1: it's sledding. Okay. That you're not mushing dogs. God, I want
0: to go on one of those so bad. What, like the
1: Iditarod kind of thing? Yeah. Is there going to be snow there over there?
0: Uh, I don't know if there will be snow there in April. Uh, Maybe.
1: No? Maybe? Yeah. I don't -hmm. know. Okay. All right. So that's the official state sport. Did you know that the state flag of Alaska was designed? We're all learning about Alaska today. (laughs) Yeah. We know so much. Um, The state flag was designed by a 13-year-old boy.
0: Bastard. Yeah. I want to do that. It seems like something you want I want to design a flag so bad. Do. Yeah. Yes. How cool would that be? All right. To design a flag. What would you put on it if you had a, if you could design a flag?
1: I don't know. Like the, in general? Yeah. I mean, I've designed like our logo for stuff. That's kind of a yeah, flag. Yeah. So what
0: would you put on a flag?
1: I don't know. What would you, you're the one that said you wanted to do it. Bigfoot. Okay.
0: Obviously Bigfoot or myself riding a moose. That would be on the Alaska <laughs> state flag. That seems more like. That would be pretty cool with a bow and arrow and two swords. Like crazy, two curly hair, like, woo!
1: <laughs> <laughs> with two swords?
0: Two swords, a bow and arrow, and riding a moose. That's the Yes, a drunken the, moose. Oh yes, a drunken, that's a the tattoo moose. I need. All right, you, yeah.
1: Uh, we should probably get that for We're you in Alaska. We should probably get that tattoo. You need to have... God,
0: I want to design a flag. How cool would that okay, be? Okay,
1: yeah, so this is a 13-year-old kid. Um, so after calling on students throughout the territory, Alaska ultimately decided on a kid named Benny Benson...
0: Ben. Who that's drew a, a scene game. of
1: the Big, uh, the Big Dipper and the North Star in 1927? Okay. All right, so in 1867, Russia agreed to sell Alaska to the United States of America mm-hmm. for $7.2 million, which amounts to about two cents an acre.
0: Seward's Folly. That's what that's called. Seward's,
1: Seward's Folly. Seward's Folly, yeah. That's what the yep. deal was called?
0: That's why Russians are still pissed. Oh, okay. Yes, it's because of Alaska.
1: All right, well, this is another. Uh, Alaska has more coastline than any of the other 49 states combined. Mm hmm. Um, 17 of the 20 highest peaks in the U.S. are located in Alaska. The mountains there are, they're terrifying how huge they are.
0: Yeah, you were scared of them.
1: They were. Because, like, you're looking out the window of a car and you cannot see anything but mountain as you're looking out. And then, like, you keep leaning and it just keeps going up and up and up. Yep. That's my mountain story. That's a
0: lot of mountain That's a good mountain story. Thank you. Um, nice
1: the first hammer museum, and maybe the only hammer museum, not MC Hammer, but like hammer hammers. I would go to an oh MC Hammer god. Museum. Oh my god.
0: That would be awesome. That's one thing that we Were you a
1: big fan of MC Hammer? I was yeah, more of a vanilla too ice legit girl, to my quit, se- yeah. Don't oh.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you? I'm so I, glad people saw that. That's so embarrassing. I
0: once, I I've told this on this show years ago, but I oh. interviewed MC Hammer once. I think it was when he was Hammer before. Wasn't he mean? Um, he wasn't that excited, but it was, at, it was
1: not to be interviewed like the Greg well, Nibbler.
0: It was at the Consumer Electronics Show, and this was like ten years ago or longer, actually. And I was down there for Digital Trends, and sometimes you see like celebrities just walking around because they're they're looking at technology. <gasps> That's when saw, you met
1: Levar Burton, right? I yeah. met
0: Levar Burton, yeah, and he was.
1: Burton, yeah.
0: He was he was not nice. It sucked. I was like, oh damn it. I mean I did get a picture you met with him. Jordy I met Jordy and Jordy was a jerk. I know. was too bad. I know, it was too bad. Um, but uh, Hammer was walking around and he's minding his own business and we walk up, and it was myself and I had a co-host down there with me, and we were trading off filming, and I'm like, sorry, I have to do this one. I have to interview Hammer. And she's like, All right. And so we did just, just walked up. Him Hammer? That I didn't know what Is to call it. Go- no, that's Mr. The thing. Hammer? I didn't know. So we walked up to him and I did I did say I think I said hammer, and and he's just sitting there like looking at stuff. And we come rolling up with a camera, and you can see the look on his face. So
1: awkward. Fuck.
0: All right. I'm like, excuse me, hammer. Could we do an interview with you? You (laughs) made
1: fun of me for meeting Kyle McLaughlin, and I called him Kyle. And you came up to MC Hammer and said, Hammer.
0: What am I supposed to say to him? I don't. I can't remember what his real name is. So I'm just like, excuse me, Hammer. Could we do an interview with you? Oh man. And it's like he's like. All right. We have fine. not
1: talked about this before. I did not know. Yeah.
0: So he. So we had. Our Bill was our camera guy, and he's like, "Okay, we're just gonna do it really quick. I'm, like, I'm just gonna ask you about technology." So you just and
1: ambushed him. You didn't even yeah. like have it set up. You saw him with no. the camera. No. We you saw coached.
0: him, and we're like, "We have to interview Hammer." Great. And so we're doing it, and right before, but like we're getting the countdown. It's like five, four, three, two, one to go live. Uh, my co-host Robin, she walks up, and she's like, "Hammer, man, I love you. Check this out. Too legit to quit." And <laughs> and did that and then like boom we're live and so with I can find the interview somewhere it's from a long time ago that's there's video so where you can see the look on his face just goes from, a... <laughs> and he's just pissed right when we start off so I'm all flustered I'm like god damn it Robin uh, oh, fucking <laughs> Robin am I right that was my one time meeting Hammer but I would definitely go to a museum I would definitely go to a hammer museum. All right, well, this
1: is an actual hammer museum where you can see hammer sculptures.
0: I'm less impressed, but okay.
1: Handle-making machinery and spring-loaded meat tenderizers. Woo!
0: (laughs) Crazy I would go to a. the Hammer Museum. We just, trip. Like, one of the things we just did recently is there's a the puppet museum here in Portland. Oh if you didn't know about it. God, the
1: puppet museum's so cool.
0: There's an actual puppet museum. It's
1: in Selwood. It's rad. It's in
0: Selwood and in this guy's house. So it's like his, his spare room's a puppet museum. And, and you go in there and he'll tell you all about the puppets. Yeah, he's
1: the curator. He, like, is hired by different places to, like, make puppets for all mm-hmm. over the world. It, it was really, really cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So maybe we'll have to stop by the Hammer Museum. Okay. All right.
1: All right. So um, yeah. So when we get to Alaska, it's going to be light till like ten thirty at night, isn't it?
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah
1: something like that. So um, Alaska is capable of producing lots of unusually oversized pro- uh, produce because of all the oh, long summer days. Okay. I did not know this. So they can. In some of the reports in recent years included a 30 po- uh, 35 five pound broccoli, sixty five pound cantaloupe, and a hundred and thirty eight pound cabbage.
0: That's a lot of cabbage. Who wants that much cabbage? That's a lot pumpkins of cabbage. Dish. Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Okay. A
1: pumpkins. Yeah, lots of stuff. All right. Okay, so about 1,700 miles south of the, the actual North Pole lies North Pole, Alaska. Mm. So there's this place. It's called Santa Claus House Gift Shop. It's open year-round, and thousands of letters addressed to Santa Claus are sent there every year.
0: What do they do with them?
1: I think sometimes they write them back, or they just kind of hoard them.
0: Huh. Yeah. What if there's of, money that's sent? There's not money that's sent. I'd be wondering what's in the mail. Okay. I'd
1: go through it. Um, At hotels, uh, if anyone's staying in a hotel, um, they offer Northern Lights wake-up calls upon request. Oh, yeah. We
0: probably won't see it this time, I would imagine. It's too light. Yeah. Too light to see Okay.
1: This one. So moose, caribou, and bears, who are killed by cars in Alaska, so they're road kills, Mm -hmm. are considered property of the state. So the state takes over their corpses. Then they take the carcasses, and they butcher them and distribute the food to charity organizations.
0: Oh, Okay.
1: Yeah, so they take the actual corpses and make them food for people.
0: I don't know how I'd feel about eating a roadkill You've kill probably most. eaten roadkill I probably don't have, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, in Barrow, Alaska, uh, the longest night lasts for 67 days. Wasn't there a horror movie about that? 30. Oh, yeah. 30 Days of Night? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that movie. Um, in the summer, they make up for it by having 82 days of uninterrupted sunlight. Just never go... I would
0: go insane. That would make
1: me nuts. Yeah. Jesus, like how do you even... I'm kind of nervous about like, it's going to be 1030 that's at night and it's going to be light. And we're like, oh, that's God. when
0: you start thinking the Otter Man's coming to get you. is yes, because when you've when been awake for two straight days.
1: That's probably why. All right. And this is my, stop it. So this is my favorite stop. one. <laughs> this is my favorite one. Because uh, I've done the, has anyone seen the adult soapbox derby here in Portland before? Yeah, yeah. Where you like design cars and you get to race them down Mount Tabor. I did that for a few years. In Alaska. Yeah. Didn't you, what, what was your, I won.
0: what was your car that you did? Well,
1: I did... We did the Pope-mobile, 30. that's right, yes. Did the Pope-mobile, which is super offensive. That's so
0: bad. We had, what uh, my, if you could get away with that now? My
1: friend and I dressed as nuns, and then our friend Kurt, we had him dress as the Pope, because you have to wear the helmets, and so we decorated this giant Pope hat on his helmet, and he was so drunk. <laughs> that, uh, so we made this giant glass case that he was in, so we had three runs, and on the third run, we had the Pope assassination. God, so this was a, different time. Different, was a time. different time. It was a different time. It was a different time. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Um, and so, so for the assassination, like we had, so we had bottles of ketchup, and it was like ninety degrees outside. It was awful. Kurt's drunk in his Pope outfit.
0: Hot ketchup. Hot drunk ketchup. Drunk ketchup. In so we're cart. barreling
1: down the thing. Amanda and I are in the front in our nun costumes, and he's just squirting ketchup everywhere, all over the windows. <laughs> He's so hot and drunk that he passes out. So he looks like he's actually dead.
0: <laughs> and he's
1: just covered in ketchup, and we like he stayed passed out for the entire time because when you get to the bottom of the hill, you're you're towed back up by a truck. So he's, he's just, just passed, passed out up. in there with his covered coat in hat, ketchup, covered in ketchup, and stayed up there. Like people were taking pictures of him, like because you get back to your spot where everyone kind of looks at the different cars. Oh wow, he was just there.
0: That's amazing. We were pretty classy. That is pretty classy. Anyway,
1: so in Alaska, (laughs) they compete for the king or queen of their throne in the outhouse races, which I would want to do this. They're outhouse races. So people take these (laughs) and design their own outhouses, and they strap them onto skis, and they race down a hill. What you hang out in the outhouse? Uh Yes, it's a custom-built outhouse, and you race down a two-lane track. And That's, then they have like different categories, so you can get uh, like first place for sp- like your speed outhouse. Like you can do
0: the where does this happen?
1: Uh, it says it doesn't say. It just specific, says Alaska oh, it says, in uh, No, no, no. It was in um, the Fur Roundy. I don't a know. Whatever. We're festival. going there. Yeah. Um yeah, okay. so prizes are awarded for the most creative, best engineered, and the cleanest ones.
0: Okay. Oh, God. Like, are people actually using it? Just so? using a honey bucket and knocking it down the hill and riding it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but wait, you're crowned, you're crowned uh, king and queen?
1: Yes, king and queen. Of, I want that. Yeah, of the fur I want to be king of Alaska
0: one. before we leave. That would be awesome.
1: Of, like, the outhouse Alaska?
0: Just king of Alaska. It would be pretty cool.
1: You're so strange. I
0: would, uh, yeah, I would definitely compete in it.
1: Oh, I would, I would, too. Did you, you ever can- do the soapbox derby? No, I never did. Yeah.
0: I never did. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty okay. terrifying. All right. So, king and queen of Alaska. That's king what and the- queen
1: of Alaska for the, for the commodes. Okay. So, we should do that. All right. Well, so that- those are some things that I found out about it. Okay.
0: So, these are some things that we can do when we head up there. Yes. they The right. less
1: terrifying about your Alaskan triangle. And
0: that's well, the but these are just facts that I've been trying to, to give you here. You know, they're, they're science facts. They're things that we have to worry about when we go up to Alaska. And, uh, and you know, and obviously, I'm just trying to help you be more comfortable, Sarah with uh with going up there and there's there is something that we thought now that (laughs) I'm saying this I'm so dreading this he is
1: so dreading this
0: (coughs) there's something on the show that we used to do Uh, it was a very famous guest we used to have on fun employment radio that we haven't had on the show for quite a while and let alone have I ever done it with a live audience and this feels so weird doing this right now Um, but I thought maybe since we're here you know and in these times that there's a lot of uh, news out there that's not quite real. You know, there are people who I feel like this segment used to be something we did on the show that was our educational segment. Every show is required to do something for the kids. And this was our segment, our educational segment on the show, where many, many people who listened would gather around with their children on Sundays uh, before the week of classes. And, you know, around a fireplace, they'd have, like, an old-timey speaker. and They'd, they'd get play, their
1: real education they'd before play going. They'd play Fun the-
0: Employment Radio yeah. so their kids would be prepared for the week and listen to a little bit of Dr. Science. And I thought maybe... We could do a little Dr. Science here today. As a special guest... I'm going oh to uh, need a shot. Oh, God. You need a shot. let's get it. <laughs> All right. Hi,
1: Jade. Um, what do you want a shot So of? with
0: Dr. Science, the main thing... Again, this is so strange doing it in front of people. I'm used to just doing it in front of Sarah. Greg is and having so... having her grossed like,
1: out. I, I convinced him that this was a good idea. And like all morning, he's like, fuck, we're doing fucking Dr. Science.
0: So In front of other people. <laughs> so one of the main things that you have to do with Dr. Science and this is these are all facts you know, there are facts that you're not gonna learn in school because whatever. You know, I'm, I'm not blaming teachers, I'm just saying they don't necessarily know everything. And But you do. Yeah, and so one of the main things to do when you're gonna practice science, you have to get your science juices flowing. Jesus. And this is, you know, technical terms, and you have to do some stretches, and you gotta stretch. And these are things that we God, used to do. That is so gross. Only in front of Sarah before Oh. So you gotta get the stretches, you gotta get the science juices flowing. And, uh, and, and make sure, you know, it's flowing. It's almost like, ooh, it's almost oozing out of you. Or the science is just oozing out. Oh. And then <laughs> Dr. Science answers questions. So, Sarah, I...
1: I think <sighs> we have a question from the audience.
0: Okay, do we have a question from the audience? Um, I'm going to need a shot. Yes, uh, all
1: right, do you want... Uh, oh, yes, please, what do you anything.
0: Want? Oh, God, okay. Um, yeah, great. Uh, whiskey? Thank you. <laughs> I'll
1: take one, too. Thanks, Jade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. Jade, by the way. Everybody give yeah. Jade a hand.
1: Oh, thank you, Larry. <laughs> See, you're already getting that bell ringing down. That's
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, do we have some questions for Dr. Science to help educate? Yes. Dr. Science? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Could a Bigfoot beat a Dracula? Okay. That is a good that question. That is an excellent That's question. An excellent That's an excellent science. That's an excellent scientific go. question. All right. So here's the thing. So obviously... Uh, Bigfoot, you know, will come out in the daylight a lot, but uh, you know, you don't always see him. Uh, Dracula, uh, since this is science that we're answering, uh, Dracula predominantly only comes out at, at night. And that's one thing, you know, a lot of people realize. You know, you can't. You oh, can, sure.
1: When I think Dracula. You can beat like Dracula like the night, during yeah. the
0: daytime, no problem. But that's not how Bigfoot would want to do it. If Bigfoot were to fight him, he'd want to be one on one in his environment because Bigfoot has a big eagle. You know, he doesn't want to, like, just walk up and, like, you know, squash Dracula while he's sleeping. So he would fight him at night. But the key thing is Dracula is one single thing. You know, we all know Dracula's out there, but Dracula's by himself. Nobody wants to be friends with Dracula. We
1: all know nobody Dracula's likes... out there, right? nobody, yeah. nobody wants
0: to be friends with Dracula. Bigfoot, on the other hand, has multiple, there are multiple Bigfoots running around.
1: I would totally want to be friends with Dracula more than Bigfoot.
0: Oh, no, Bigfoot's awesome. Are you kidding me? He puts you up on his shoulders and they're... You run around, you can fight people. I mean, it's awesome. So,
1: so what we've learned about Greg today is he just wants to get on the back of larger animals and yes. ride them around. Yes. And that's all.
0: I want a moose that so bad. That is your life goal. So Bigfoot, the way Bigfoot would work is it's not one-on-one. Bigfoot's got a team of Bigfoot. And so you get like the juvenile squatches that'll run around there and they trick Dracula. And so like a big Bigfoot would come out and he'd be like, hey, Dracula, come out now. And that's how Bigfoot sounds. And so Dracula would come running out and he'd come running out of his his house, and he's all, you know, cocky, and like, I'm Dracula. And uh, and he would run out, but he runs really fast, and all the other squatches would sit there, like, on all fours, so he'd trip over them, and then Bigfoot would go, bam, so I win. And that's how that would happen. So that's Bigfoot wins. Scientific fact, yeah. All right. Absolutely. Thank you. This is happening.
1: Greg, have your shot.
0: Yep. <laughs> so I <laughs> hope that answers your question. That is a science fact. I do
1: have a question Bigfoot somebody. Bigfoot would be Dracula. Somebody had emailed me okay. about it. So. All right. They had email after we were talking about the Alaska theme, I did get this email from someone. This is from Brad. Okay. And Brad asks Dear Doctor Science.
0: Yes! I keep forgetting about that part. That's the fun part. Watching Sarah's face when I do this in studio it's is awful.
1: <laughs> How is a glacier created?
0: Okay. That's a that's a very good question. And it, that is something that or maybe we maybe like
1: what it's made of, like just being How is a glacier issues. made?
0: Okay, well, for this we have to go back to ancient history, and this is—I uh, believe—it was around 1735 when glaciers were created. And the way this works, again, this is this is scientific fact. And at that time, you know, glaciers were created originally in Alaska, and this is this is just true. Oh, they were, Okay. Yeah. And so what happened is, you know, you have humans, and again. We're going back to Bigfoot. Bigfoot's a very big scientific fact. So uh, you had humans, and they were friends with Bigfoot at that time. Like, we were all buddies. Everybody hung out, and it was fine. And uh, everybody, you know, would eat fish. Like, you eat a lot of fish up there. Okay. This is all telling you how a glacier is formed. And so what happened is you're eating fish, and then, you know, Bigfoot and people, would be like, have fish, people. And then, you know, people would give them fish, and it'd be like a good sharing system. And then, one day... What happened is Bigfoot you know, lived up in the mountains, and their fish would last longer than the people's fish because they were down lower where it wasn't as cold. What does so, fish have to do with it? It's what you're eating up there. I mean, that's what you're eating. You're eating fish. Uh, science, Sarah. Please don't question oh, my okay. logic. I'm so, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, please. Let the, let the scientists tell you. So, uh, so, <laughs> so they were eating fish. So, so Bigfoot's up in the mountains, and Bigfoot had all their, their fish. You know, It was cold because they were up in the snow. And then people started getting ticked off about it. They're like, why the hell does Bigfoot always have fish? I don't have any. You know, and then they started asking Bigfoot for fish. And Bigfoot's like, oh, okay, fine. You can have some fish. So then people started burning things. They got jealous. And people had fire. And so they started uh, burning down the snow uh, with, with, uh, with their things. And, and so they were burning down the snow. And Bigfoot would be like, ah, oh, goddamn it. You know, I had all this fish. I had all this fish. And then and, uh, it's you know then like a Matumbo
1: voice.
0: I had all this fish. Yeah. <laughs> very much like Matumbo; They're yeah. very similar. <laughs> And, uh, and so Bigfoot started getting ticked off about it. They're like, God damn it. These people keep burning down all of our snow. And, uh, burning down our snow? They're burning snow? down the snow and they couldn't store the fish. <laughs> so Bigfoot, what they did is they got all the animals together. And they're like, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to build ourselves a cooler system so that these people can't burn it down. And what they did is they all got all the the mooses together and like uh, the mooses and, and the deers and they got them all together. And they um, decided to pack down the snow. And they packed down the snow real tight. And they buried their fish in the middle of the snow. And once they packed it down enough, it became a glacier. And they couldn't burn it down anymore. People couldn't burn it. And so they stood there on their glacier and like, ha-ha, humans. And that's why glaciers are actually uh, old fish coolers for Bigfoot. And so, which is why when they're melting, why people are concerned about it, it's because it smells really bad. So all that fish is coming back out again. And that's how glaciers were created. Facts. I mean, sorry, these are easy. I don't know what people did not know this or science facts oh boy
1: all right i think that's enough science facts
0: okay is that enough science uh, facts yes. all right
1: <laughs> Does anyone else All right have any well, questions? there's some doctor
0: science <laughs> i hope everybody has learned something today and now feels more educated to go about please tell everyone you know about how glaciers were formed uh, especially children like let the children know and that's one of the teach main the things teach the children they are Teach our the future. children about about actual science and that's that's one of the most important things i think everybody can learn from this from show. Well, and I hope
1: that we taught you a little bit about Alaska because not all of us are going, but yeah. if you do go someday, it is a magical place. Right. Full of creatures. Yeah, I'm going to ride a moose. That's going to happen. We'll get uh, many pictures of Greg riding moose throughout mm-hmm. town. Absolutely. that's that's, that's, that's going to happen. That's
0: one of the things that's going to go on. All right, well, mm-hmm. I want to say thank you, everybody, for coming out today to the Fun Employment Radio Experience. <laughs> After making up Bigfoot facts, I don't know where we go from there. I all think right. we might
1: just have to... Maybe you should have like a M&M eating thing where people can just watch you eat MMs for a little bit.
0: No, I am not the one who does Lunch Date with Sarah. Who wants to watch Sarah eat cheese?
1: <laughs> you can't after this. I'm like going to eat
0: cheese right now. All right. Well, we have bingo coming up here in just a little bit. So let's hang out with that. We've got delicious Not Your Father's Mountain Ale. Thank you to the Landmark Saloon. Yay! Thank you so much. And thank you to all of you for coming out today. We have a fun day ahead of us. Remember, walk up behind Sarah and just quietly whisper, Kushtaka, all day long. Just get her used to it. It's going to be good for her.
1: Don't. That's like someone giving me a gentle hug behind me. Kushtaka.
0: Kushtaka. All right. Thanks, everybody. This is Fun (laughs) Employment Radio.
1: (laughs) Thank you, friends. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God, I never wanted to.